I have uh, some big news that we should discuss. A first order of business for the podcast. Motion seconded. Okay. Oh, actually, hold on. Let, let me let me get through our, our admin stuff real quick. So I would like to say that we do know what the giveaway is for the, this month. It's a $200 gift card from Leather by Dragonfly. Nice. And Leather by Dragonfly cannot win said gift card. But I can, right? Marianne can. Okay. I, I think she wants to get one of those Sedgley pouches. Yeah. Yeah, $200 gift card. That's not a, not a bad deal. So thank you to Leather by Dragonfly. Thank you, Michelle. And thank Patrick. you, Michelle. And Patrick. Um, yeah. And hey, how many mouse pads can you get? Uh, I don't know. He probably prices them pretty high. Um, We do have two new patrons. Oh, wow. Well, I take that back. We have one new patron, and we have one that was nice enough to upgrade. Ooh. Oh, cool. So... The first person that we have that is a new patron at the Type Bond 3, uh, $5 tier, Mr. Garrett, I'm going to say Klein. It's K-L-Y-N. Klein. Klein. I'll take Klein. Interesting Klein. Way of, or, well, or Klin. That's, that was my other thing, Klin. But I was like, Klein? That just well, makes more sense. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome aboard, Garrett. And then we have Mr. Chris, uh, Chris Pfeffer. Went from a $1 to a $5, and he paid for the whole year. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Now, we were talking about Patreon, and that is our first order of business tonight. In light of recent events, by events, I mean Gary Furness basically spitting in our faces, I say that we... I agree. I know what you're going to say. We ch- we're changing the names right now, live <laughs> of our tiers. And yeah. I have some ideas for the first three. Would you guys like to hear them? Yes. Yeah. The The second one is non-negotiable, just so you know. The other ones okay. are negotiable. Okay. So we have the $1 tier. It's obviously, it's at the bottom of the barrel in terms of tiers go. So naturally, we should call it off the cut podcast. Yes. I think yes. that's good. The lowest tier all the way down at the bottom. It's like it it matters, but at the same time, it's not any real substance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We think about them, right? So off the cut podcast. I mean, I don't really think about off well, the cut podcast, so we might be getting well, them. Well, maybe we sh- maybe we shouldn't, because if somebody sees that, they may not sign up because it says off the cut. No, they will. Just checking. I mean, if they come to our Green Suitors page, and not to mention, if they're going to become a patron, it's because they listen to our podcast and they've heard all the jokes. That's so that's true. the first one. We can we can discuss that. We'll table it. Uh, the second one, we are going to now call the $3 tier the furnace. That's what I thought you oh. thought. What I said, I knew what you're thinking. I knew that was what it was going to be. <laughs> the three dollar yes. tier is now known as the furnace. Well, we could call it there the governor. Go. That's also not bad, but 
Hmm. I don't know. Ronnie, Governor do might think? give it too much credit. Yeah, I like the furnace. The furnace. Yeah. Okay, so. Okay. It something to deal with, uh, to do with Mister Gary Furnace. Welcome to the furnace. Uh, Ronnie, here's my recommendation for the third tier, and it would be Ronnie's great grandma. <laughs> I like. We it. could even <laughs> add something to it, like Ronnie's great grandma always said. Say it. Yes. Oh, yes. That would I be like the five dollar tier. I like. That. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Approved with always said or without it. I like always said. Yeah, I do too. So now we're 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 building our tiers based off of inside jokes on the podcast. So here's where we need to brainstorm, guys. What are we doing for our top tier? Currently called Man. the last clamp. How about Let's... one of the boys? No, because it could be it's not always about boys, but let's think about beers with the boys. It's like team players. Yeah. It has to be something along the lines of what like the other three and but tied to our podcast. True hmm. supporters. No, that's not <laughs> athletic athletic supporters. Athletic Athletic supports. <laughs> it's the balls. <laughs> I don't hate that. Athletic, Athletic supporters. I, I I think of my best things while I'm working. If we can wait, if we could like, if we could circle back, I'll come up with some good ones and we can all kind of submit them all. And Okay. Well, yeah. we, we can also do, uh, oh, what a, what did Ben used to say? We used to make fun of you for Sedge about your oil filled socks or what what was it? Oil impregnated socks. Yeah, the oil impregnated socks that I had. He thought they were uh jizz socks, but they weren't. We should say <laughs> oil impregnated sock. No. That's the top tier. No. Oil impregnated socks. Hey, if I don't get that, no one else will. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since we didn't we talked about that. Well, let let's let's think about that matter. Of, we, I guess we could ask for uh, patrons to give some there we some go. feedback. Yeah, I could I go. could put a poll. Yeah. I could put a poll on Patreon and say, "Hey, we're looking for, you know, we're looking for a top tier patron name, um, and it has to be something that's tied to the podcast. Wings and wedgies." I also don't hate that one. Wing, wings and wedgies. How about friends with benefits? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, That's let's see what the good. patrons, let's see what the patrons, uh, have to say. But anyways, um, don't really have a topic, so let's just see where the conversation goes. But I would like to update you guys on what I've been up to. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I'll go first tonight, just for you guys. Um, I've been working on the Kitchen Island a lot, and I've been making some really, really good progress. And yesterday and today, it was very good progress. I got both of the end panels done. 
ready for some finish. I got the backs all painted. So you see that black backdrop behind the white oak slats. Um, I got finish applied to, <clears throat> to the two cabinets on the back side and all the drawer boxes today. Um, and they did call to schedule the laser measure appointment. Mm -hmm. So that is going to happen next Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, which is great because that means we might actually be able to get it before Christmas. Cause they said after the laser measure, it's usually looking at about two to three weeks. And they said, and especially with your project being so easy, <clears throat> it's literally just a rectangle that they're going to come and lay on top of your Island. Um, yours should be pretty easy to get in before the holidays. So that, that'll be great. So at Christmas, Sedge, when you guys come over, we might have a brand new countertop and kitchen Island. Wicked, wicked. Now, I, I actually like the design on the existing island. I really do. Yeah, it's really nice, right? <laughs> really nice. <laughs> um, so, finish. Ronnie, I, I got I to gotta say this, Ronnie. I was over there this weekend, and Nicole's in the, in the kitchen. Jay said, I go, my God, I love this new island. And, <laughs> and Nicole looked up at me, and I went, oh. Then all of a sudden, I looked over at the back door, and I went, is this the new door? Oh, <laughs> and, she, and she and Jason and her looked at me both went too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, Jace. No, it's it's good. Um so uh where was I? Oh, finish. I'm I'm uh I don't want to say I'm having a hard time, but I've been documenting this on my stories. I'm trying to find a finish. I want to run some tests that is going to make white oak look as natural as, as possible. And I've gotten some really good feedback from uh, Mr. Mike Coffee and some uh, others on Instagram on some products to look into. And there are two products in particular that hopefully both of them should be here tomorrow. Um, but I also have like general finishes, um, high performance, just cause I know that that's like a real milky, you know, clear finish. Um, and I think it will probably do well on white Oak, but the first one is a from diamond Vogel that apparently that's the one that Mike recommended. He said, it's like a fantastic finish for white Oak. We use it constantly. Um, and it will barely change the color and it will look very natural. So I was like, all right, cool. So he got me in contact with the sales, the U S sales rep or the East coast sales rep or whoever. Um, and they're sending me a sample of it, which arrives tomorrow. The other finish is Renner 718 and Renner is an Italian, uh, paint line, uh, Italian finish line. And it's not super easy to find, but I did find a place in Ohio that carries it. And I had somebody send me pictures and I also watched some YouTube videos on it. It is a no sheen liquid clear finish. And the individual that told me about it 
said it will literally look like you don't have any finish on the wood at all. And I'm like, I can't believe that. So he sent me some pictures and it looked amazing. And then I watched some YouTube videos and watched them spray a recently stained table. And it was like no sheen. It's like Rubio basically, but it is a incredibly hard, durable finish. So like Rubio will make white oh, oak yeah. look like a yellow tone. Uh, well, Rubio pure will. Yeah, pure. So but, like, what? Like, have you thought like smoke white and vanilla? Rubio? I don't want to use Rubio. Not well, on a kitchen just, island. Well, oh, I'm talking about for isn't it for the side panels? It's for everything. Oh, I thought you were talking about it's, the side it's panels. For the, the doors, the drawer fronts, but whatever we use, we want to make sure that it's the same. So I didn't want to use because you're. I know where you're going with this. Rubio, could it be used there? Yeah, but like in the kitchen, I just, I don't think Rubio has a place in the kitchen, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I had did have some people that were like, well, why don't you do Rubio with the, now the new thing is the the nano finishing over the top of Rubio. And I'm like, you know how long, how time consuming it would be to do that with that nano finish? Like, no way. And then I did have a few people that, we're like, well, you know, you can put finish over Rubio. You just have to wait for it to cure the seven days. And I'm like, I have heard people doing that. I know they don't recommend that, but I have heard people doing that, but I don't want to wait seven days to, to put the finish on. So yeah. Yeah. Adding too many steps. Yeah. I really think this Renner product. So the more I look into it, like Renner probably has one of the most complete finish lines out of all companies, period. It's expensive though. And this stuff is, it is a 2K. So I don't have an option on this one. Like this, it's all water-based. Even the catalyst is water-based. Um, so I don't know how nasty it's going to be of a finish. The person I spoke to said it's really not bad at all. Like it's just like, you know, most other finishes. Like I actually use a lot of the same stuff in the catalyst that they do in Rubio. Um, but I'm really interested because I was like thoroughly impressed and blown away when I saw what it looked like after it was on the product. So R E N N E R R E N N E R. Yeah. Renner. And the one that I'm getting is that it's a, the model number is 718, 718. Cool. And a gallon of it is like $160. I got a quart, but then I had to buy like a one kilo thing of the accelerator because they can't or the the catalyst they don't have small bottles i'm like well that doesn't do me a lot of good so i got a quart and that just uh, just enough to spray like two coats on a small piece of wood 716 718 is the one i got renner 718 yeah i just typed it in but yeah so um i had some other people mention some other finishes but I think I'm just going to try those three because I I think one of those is going to be the ticket. But it's really important for me to figure this out because the way that we like white oak is we like that natural look or using the color natural from Rubio Monaco, which is what that is. But the color difference between there and there is insignificant. That doesn't have any finish on it at all. Um, just because we're like, why are we going to put finish on the on the white oak slats? 
but I'm going to build a, ta- a white oak table that's going to be in that same room after I get done with the island. So I would like to have a bulletproof finish because that's the table that we use every day. So if, if this is it and it's going to make it look totally natural, but it's going to be protected, I'm really excited about it. Hmm. Interesting. Is it a film cool. finish? Yeah. Yep. And they say I'm, I'll be using airless for all of them. Um, I used the Gemini today on the drawer boxes and that, that came out really well with the airless, but I still have too big of a tip. My orifice size is still too large. You know, I like a smaller orifice. Yeah. I like a, uh, I like a big tip with a small orifice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's finishing one-on-one. We still talking about finishing. What finishing are we talking about? That's it. Um, I'm trying to think of a good joke to uh, say. Hey, that's a renter. That's a good renter up. You know, but it's not working. I'm trying to. Yeah. I just looked it up. It looks pretty good, like a good product. Put you on the spot. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited about it. I just hope it's not like crazy nasty and that's gonna fume me out of the garage, and then I'll regret doing it, like water locks did to me one time. What what is the cure time? Uh, I think reco less than an hour. Okay. The pot like because it's a two k. Um. Obviously, it has a pot life, right? So, this apparently is a pretty long pot life. It's like three to four hours, if I remember correctly. It said, so it'll be <laughs> enough for me to get two coats on on any of the projects that I'm doing. So I can spray, you know, and then. Um, you know, come back an hour later, sand it, spray the second coat, and the the finish is still good. I couldn't leave it overnight though, and come back and try to do it, you know, the next day because then it would be no good. Mm-hmm. But I really didn't want to mess with the two K. But I'm so interested and intrigued by what this looks like. Like if I, if I mean, if this legitimately will mm-hmm. keep it looking as natural as possible, like it it is meant to do just that. Then I think I found a, a winner. You know what I mean? wonder mm-hmm. how it does that. Because like, if you put like mineral spirits on white Oak, it's going to turn to like a yellow color. Yeah. How does that coating, that coating must be so small. It doesn't absorb in the wood, I guess. Something like I that. Know. I don't know. No idea. It's uh, the- I'm looking at this It's water-based urethane self steel self sealer requires the use of runner catalyst comes in a court yeah bah, 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 bah. yeah it's a water-based urethane self-sealer huh i'm just reading here non-yellowing excellent flowing poor definition What's the excellent sheen natural the color sheen. excellent maintenance no of the natural color of the wood that, huh. That's what's so crazy about it is that like I watched a video today of a guy. He put on this this um, put on a stain on a tabletop, and then you you watch him spray. It's a very quick video, but then it shows like it pans across the table, and it zero sheen. It's pretty impressive. Hmm. I don't know how they do it, but we'll see. I may hate it, but I doubt it. We know that we're not gonna you know it's not gonna be. Totally natural, but maybe it will be. I don't know. 
very interested to see how it goes. So that is what I've been uh, working on. And I'm, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I'm actually starting to kind of like the finishing process a little bit just because yeah. it's really fun to geek out on trying to get better and better each time. Uh-huh. So hopefully here soon, I'm going to start doing some experimenting. What about you guys? Sedge, what have you been up to? Uh... Well, <laughs> um, this is the real busy time at work, so I've been just getting all my ducks in a row, getting prepped. I'm really stoked for Hartville. Uh, that's coming up this week. Everybody listening, we're at Hartville right now. This this comes out Friday, right? For Friday morning, patrons. yep. Yep. Some people will be listening to it on their way to Hartville. Yep. So we'll be... Doing a Festool live at noon there. Uh, we'll be in the Festool area the whole day till seven seven thirty at night. Oh my god, that's such a long show, but uh, it's gonna be pretty cool. I'm pretty stoked about it and getting ready for the the next thing after that is oh my god, I got so much stuff personally at the house going on with the Christmas party and Thanksgiving and then uh, no Thanksgiving Christmas party and then I'm in Tampa. So the last three weeks, because the last two weeks of December, I'm on vacation, but I'm going to spend it in the shop. We're going to be doing uh, a lot of filming. Uh, okay, so what else? I did a little hand tool clinic this weekend down at the Bent House with Ryan. It was a lot of fun. He brought a oh, few yeah. hand planes. That was pretty good. Showed him how to sharpen. That was a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, man, I had never used a five and a half Lee Nielsen, and I know you have a five, mm -hmm. but boy, though, it just seems like there's just so much more mm, oomph to that five and a half. It's kind of like a four versus the four and a half I have. I really like it. It's a little bit wider. It's got a little more um, oomph to it, I always call it. Uh, what else have I been up to? Oh, uh, spent the day in the hospital today or uh, had an outpatient procedure. It was kind of a lot of fun. You did? Ooh. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was at. Uh, I had a colonoscopy today. Ooh, ah, uh, yeah. So it went your, well. Your weekly one, right? Yeah, actually, actually, it's. Uh, I do it twice a week now. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's how I maintain my uh, girlish figure. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I always forget about. It's not the the prep. You know the stuff they give you to drain you out. You get a fast for almost I, I didn't eat anything for twenty three hours. And uh, yeah, it was no I know it was it's easy to do, but boy, it weakens you. It really does. And uh they so I didn't think anything of it. Uh and uh, today when I'm leaving, they go, absolutely no alcohol. And I go, I looked at the uh, nurse, I went, no shit. <laughs> you know, because I'm still they, uh, they, Have you guys ever been put under? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have not. Okay, so this is the, when I turned 50, I, I was told I have to go every no 55 was my first one. This is my second one at 60. I go every five years. And I'll tell you what, this stuff hit me like a 
ton of bricks today. I just looked at her as I turn over on my left side. And I go, see you on the other side. Whack. Next thing I know, I'm waking up in the recovery room and I'm in no dreams, no nothing, no recollection of time. And I had been down for 45 minutes and I'm out for 45 minutes. I was like, wow. I, you know what I said to him? Can I get some of that for home? holy moly there's no recollection of time it's pretty weird so that's what i've been up to um and once again all my tests are clean and looks good and i got some great pictures i'd like to share on the video at some time yeah there we go that could be our top tier sedges colonoscopy (laughs) (laughs) no no just sedges colon sedges colon. colon (laughs) <laughs> off the colon there you go off the colon <laughs> wings and colons <clears throat> oh, so I, you know what i'm gonna say something if th- there's some people out there because everybody i know is younger than me it's kind of a drag but there's some people out there who are listening to this um uh, make sure you take care of yourself make sure you see a doctor once a year i'm lecturing now okay when you get a little bit older if you're a little bit older don't hesitate to go and get these procedures done, like a heart scan or a carotid artery scan or a colonoscopy. It's worth it because guess what? You prolong your life. And I live a very blessed life with all the friends I have and the family I have and the career I have. And I just, I'm in a good spot in my life. And that's, I think, you know, somebody says, man, you're in, my doctor even said, you know, you're in really good health. And I go, I should be. I've been freaking working out my entire life, you know, whether running or lifting or whatever. So just I'm lecturing to everybody listening. Take good care of yourselves because it's worth it for sure. OK, and make sure you pound a few beers at Hatfield with me this week. Hey, I got a question about that before Ronnie yep. fills us in on what he's been up to. Did, did they have an issue, if I remember correctly, with us having beer in the lobby? No, none whatsoever. He, uh, I asked the manager last year, and he said, yep, just keep it down. Um, I go, we'll probably have a few beers. I'm going to order a bunch of pizza pie. And he said, yeah, no problem. Just keep it down. Make sure it's everything's clean. It's We're not going to get rowdy. There will be a few right. of us just having a few. It's down you know, the hall from all the rooms anyway. Yeah, I know. So... I'll bring my I thought, I thought we had to have like solo cups or something last year. I can't didn't remember. Want, I think we did. Yeah, I think so. So maybe we'll get some solo cups. Cool. I think I have some. Maybe I can bring them. Yeah, I think I do too. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna write that down, just so we don't get blindsided. I hate. I hate it when I get there because I can just camp out. You know, I never leave the property. It's so freaking huge. This the hotel they own is right there. Yeah. How so, far away is the is the hotel just walking distance across the parking lot? Yeah, but you you I could drive yeah. Over. I drive over because I'm lazy. Okay, yeah. Because where it's where I there's enter like a field. In the morning, yeah, where I enter in the morning is like they call it the basement, but it's it's an open open basement, open level. They call that the field of dreams. Yeah, you've been there, haven't you? No, I never have. Oh, oh my wow. God. Yeah, I did the um, I did the YouTube tour. I saw a tour of it, and like over its head, and it's a lot more than I ever imagined. I'm like, wow, this gonna, is like crazy. You, you are going to get lost in there. 
Wow. That it is amazing. It's uh, oh my god. It's they have everything. The one of the That's largest John like. Deere dealers in America, steel dealers. I think they're the largest East Coast car hat dealer. Uh, the list goes benchmark oh, knives, some more Carhartt while I'm there. Yeah, this everything. Is his favorite knife brand. They have it there. He was very excited. Benchmade? Benchmade. Yeah. There's not a lot of Benchmade dealers, he said. He was kind of impressed. Do you know, um, you know, it's really cool if you look at the blade on that? If you look at the blade, there's a little uh, bourbon moth. Yeah, there is. Yeah. <laughs> See it? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's Jason Hibbs' company, uh, Benchmade. And um, just kidding. That's <laughs> just one of the many things that he that he does. Just a side venture. Yeah. yeah. This, no, uh, bourbon moth uh, YouTube channels is a side venture. He owns yeah. Benchmade. Yeah, that's that's cool. <laughs> Ronnie, what have you been up to? I have been tying up loose ends as the weather's changing. I've been taking care of, gosh, we've had, we had two dishwashers go out in the same 10 days. I installed two dishwashers, um, took care of that and some general stuff like that. And then the biggest thing is the boat. We're moving along on that. Got in trouble at the wood supplier at the Aetna in Lexington, which I know you speak so highly of them, Jason, but I'm still... We're still dealing with the same staff we had before they bought it. <laughs> uh-huh. But all I was doing was looking for 40 board feet of mahogany for the frames. So I went in there and the week before he showed me where it was. So I walked back there and I was looking through to try to find like the perfect, you know, a frame's important. So I was looking for the frames with, you know, no knots and as good as I could find. And one of the guys in the lumberyard came up to me. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm, you know, I just need to get like maybe 10 or 15 of these. And I just, I'm looking for like perfect. Way. He's like, well, I don't know if you know, but we've been bought now by Edna and we don't really, they don't really want you doing this. And I was like, so what's the process? And he's like, well, you go in there and you tell them what you want. And then we come back out and we'll pick up the fork. We'll forklift and take it out like to your van. And then you can like pull it off from the top, but you can't really go through it. And I was like, it sounds like to me, you're saying like, you want me to prepay for my gas and I don't know how much I'm getting. <laughs> that's right. kind of what it sounds like. He's like, well, that's the process they want us to follow. And I was like, well, I was standing three pallets back. Like it was stacked back three stacks back behind on the floor. And I was like, so since I'm getting 10 or 15 boards, aren't I helping you out by pulling them up here to the front and you can put them on your forklift and we go, he's like, well, that's not how they want. So the funny part is that I was doing a time-lapse video and I had my little camera set up and I forgot. And I go back and look at the time-lapse. We we discussed this for about five minutes. What? It was a five-minute discussion of him basically calling me out but being like, that's fine. He walked away. He's like, that's fine. That's how you want to do it, but that's not the way you're supposed to do it. That's That was the outcome of it. So I went in there and when I went to pay, I told him I got in trouble because I want to kind of clear myself. And I was like, yeah, that is how we want to do it. And I was like, well, when you're trying to find a specific, you know, piece of, it's kind of hard to do that at the van when it's loading on the forklift. And he explained to me that the guy before they bought them out, used to let people pick through all the piles. And he said that when Aetna bought it, they were stuck with about 30 to $40,000 worth of wood that was the lowest pick of the pick on all the pallets. And I was like, well, that's understandable. I was like, but this is the first time I've ever done that. I usually will buy and I just make, I'll make it work, you know, but this, it was important. 
and it's what the entire boat is built around. And right. so I was like, I'm sorry, but I, I, I couldn't do that on this one. He was like, okay, well, that's just kind of what it was. So that was an ordeal, but getting that, that was, I went in there at 10 o'clock and I was leaving there at 12. What? It's amazing how much time like that kind of process takes. Mm-hmm. And all I did was, you know, I was coming up, it was about waist high on the floor and I was going through 10 foot boards that were random widths from like four to 10 inches wide and just looking through the top, like six or seven layers. And that took two hours from the time that I walked back mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I was, I was really surprised. Um, actually, wait a minute. It took about an hour and a half. <laughs> it took an hour and a half because 1130 I was going out a guy, I was loading my van and the guy I realized after I left Sedge a voicemail because I had to tell him about it. I realized after I'd already shut my back van door, he saw my festival hat. So from my hat, he said, Hey, he goes, you know about Festool? He goes, they they make pretty good tools, don't they? And we started talking and he said he was a flooring installer. And I was like, have you seen the table saw, the new table saw from Festool? The course, he's like, no, I haven't seen it. And I went out, opened my side door and I started showing it to him. And so him, these two guys, like a flooring installer, I look up and there's a guy standing behind me. There's, he walked out of his truck and he started. And I was like, okay, there's three guys here. Another guy came up. It, it get to where there was like eight or nine guys standing around. And I'm like, I'm doing a freaking 10 tool demo in front of here. <laughs> and it was kind of funny. I mean, one guy was like, where can I find these? And I told him in our town, it's Woodcraft. That's the only place. And he's like, I have to go check those out. But he was really interested in it, especially the crosscut capabilities. But it was just really cool. I was able to do a tool demo. I was so excited. I called Sedge was like the only person I know that could be equally excited as me. So I called and let him know about it. <laughs> I played it for Rick. I played it for Chris. Uh, I played it for Garrett. Did I play it for you this weekend, mm-hmm. Jason? You and Ryan. I, uh, Ronnie, I've been sharing it all it, over. Well, I, it was just so cool. I mean, it was neat to see the interest, you know, the interest. And when I pointed to it in my van, I was like, this is the table saw. And the guy was looking at me. He's like, there's a table saw in there. It's like, yeah. There is. And it was cool to show somebody who like you could tell has not been has not seen it on social media, had no clue, no clue whatsoever. It's still this company's heard about Festool. And when he saw that, he was kind of blown away. I mean, I told him, I said, fill this, fill this slider on this. And he was like, wow, he goes, that is amazing. And he's when he says a flooring guy, I'm like, this is like ideal saw for a flooring guy. So it was it was fun. So when I said two hours, when I was pulling out, I tried to call Sedge and I realized I called him at 11, like 59 on a Friday. How stupid is that? (laughs) The only time of the week that I know what he's getting ready to do, Festival Live. But I was hoping to get his voicemail anyway, because I knew he was at work. I I just didn't want to text that, you know, so I'd like, I'm just going to leave my voicemail. But then when I started driving, I realized I was like, wait a minute, it's already 12 o'clock. I didn't know it was 12 o'clock because I thought I was in there for about an hour, but I, I blew two hours out that morning. Um, so I did get the wood, which was a big accomplishment because Cameron and I had a plan to build the frames for the boat this weekend. And I have to say, I'm so excited because all the forums that I've been on, everything I've ever looked at, people have about 45 hours in the frames. Cameron and I made them in, let's see, the first day we spent about five hours, second day, three hours. We had about eight hours in them. We made them in eight hours and people have 45 hours plus in frames. Yeah. So I was very excited. That we were able to they, get 
It looks great too. I saw your Thank reel or post on it. It was phenomenal. Thank you. We've we've still got to do what they call the gussets, um, which are the pieces of wood that go yep. over the yep. joints. But I'm having to wait because we don't have marine plywood to do that with. Um, so I did use dominoes. It's kind of funny. It's like a almost like a a cheat. I was able to assemble them with dominoes. When normally what people do is they take the joints and they lay them flat and they use the gussets completely as a structure with bronze nails is the conventional way of doing it but i took camera i was like we're adding dominoes he's like will that affect the strength i'm like no we only help and it'll help our yep. alignment it'll help everything so we we went ahead and put dominoes in them so we could see what they look like so it's kind of a drag you're gonna take that beautiful mahogany and cover it with marine plywood yes yes it is it's going to be um douglas fir three eighths inch is what nice. you the gussets are we could we could do mahogany in that, but the thing is, they're never going to be seen. Never. Once the boat is assembled, it doesn't matter. So yeah. that's part of my plan on Thursday morning. My plan is that we'll get up, head towards Hartfield, but before we go there, we're going to cut to the left, and we found I found Homestead Marine Plywood is nice. right under Sandusky, and nice. we are going to go there and pick up everything we need for the boat all the way through the end of construction. And I've talked to them already. They have everything in stock. And I, I was like, I was like, I'm so excited to find you all. I was like, I've been very shocked how hard it is to get Marine plywood. He was like, I'm not surprised at all. He goes, we get people from Iowa. He was telling me all the States that people come to mm -hmm. there from it's far. So yeah. that's kind you're, of, you're getting it on the Ohio. way up. I'm sorry. You're getting you're, on the way up, getting it on the way up there. Yeah, I kind of have to because they're not Is it just going to sit in the back of your vehicle for my the... sprinter. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're driving yeah. the sprinter van up there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I can just that way I don't have to worry about weather. Don't have to worry about it. It'll it'll fit in there. It's somewhere around the TV and idea. It's like 20 sheets of anywhere from quarter, three eighths, three quarter, half inch, all wow. four sizes. Sapile, Douglas fir, a combination of a lot, but. It's like 20 sheets. Nice. Like like two, cool. 2, I can 000. see your sprinter van, but no, I won't be able to because it's going to be stuffed full of. Oh, no, you'll, still see it. you'll just be in the center aisle. I, yeah. I designed it with being able to carry as much sheet goods as I ever would want. Um, 20 sheets will only be like, what, like a foot wide. That's it. Yeah, it'll, it'll, that, that's what I love about that van. It yeah, just eats stuff like that. Quarter and three eighths. It's, yeah, it's what 10 plywood. It? Yeah. yeah, it's it, it won't be that much. It'll just be in the center aisle. And I, I love the thing I love about the sprinter is I don't care if it rains, snows, doesn't matter. I'm I can pick it up. That's what's nice about it over a trailer is that it doesn't matter. Weather doesn't matter. Yeah. I think it is supposed to be rainy on Friday. I, I know here Friday is supposed to rain. Yeah, it's rainy here in Indy on Friday. Um it's funny. I, I told him I was like, Well, I'm going to Hartville um hardware after and i say i know you're kind of close he's like we're not close we're like an hour and a half from there and i was like well <laughs> it still makes sense for me when i'm driving four so, hours up <laughs> is that sand is is it sandusky that's up on the lake yes it's to okay. the left of which where of, cedar point yes okay the, it's to the yep. west of cleveland i know so it this, is yeah this is actually under sandusky i would say like 20 miles under sandusky but it looks like the way that i go to hartville from there is to kind of head up towards sandusky and then you you head south so mm -hmm. you go through as akron ohio i believe and mm -hmm. it's right after that yep so it's it's close and we're gonna start in the morning so my idea is we'll be there like around lunchtime picking up the wood 
and then yep. we'll just head from there. So it should work out nice. Perfect. Perfect. So that's our plan there because we are to the point already where we need that marine plywood. And what's crazy is if you order from them, they charge you a crating fee, a shipping fee, and all the fees would end up being as much as the plywood, which is understandable. I mean, it's, it'd be a 10-foot yep. package. You know, it, they have to build the crate for it. So it makes a lot of sense to pick it up. And I like that we can do two things as we go up there. So I, I, the way I started doing it was I went to Cleveland and started searching for marine plywood. I was thinking if there could be a place even remotely close to Hartville, that'd be awesome. So that's, uh, I really, I really wish I was going to be able to be there on Thursday. He, he told me that the next closest place to them would be in like Fort Lauderdale area. They said there's a lot of places that stock it yep. down there. It's called, uh, um, uh, something C Seacraft Marine. Yeah. He said there, and yep. he said they're, they're the only place in what you would almost call like the middle of the country. And then you're going up to Sedgeville up there, like in new England, there's a lot of, um, you know, Sedgeville. up there, you know, somewhere in Sedgeville, but I mean, it's for us, it's far every way. This will be the closest place that we could get it from. How far is Sandusky from your house? Cause I mean, you're, you're going like, it said four hours when I mapped it. And then it, it's another hour and a half to Hartville. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm curious. Cause yeah, I, I'm, I just looked where Sandusky is and Hartville is way, way east it, of that. It's actually below. I'm saying Sandusky. Like when you look at the map, it's close to Sandusky, but it's like, it's actually maybe 20, 30 miles yeah. south of Sandusky. Oh, uh, okay. Which yeah, that place like in, you, yeah. you kind of just cut across and south a little bit to get to Hartville. So we pass it, but it's only like four hours away. So we'll leave it like in the morning. We'll be there around lunchtime. We'll be there. And I already pre-called and talked to them and they said they stock it all. The only thing I'm gonna have trouble with is the Douglas fir um quarter inch. He said that that's something that's harder and harder to get. And they have a version of mahogany that they suggest instead that's it's only like 10 more a sheet. So it's mm. a qu quarter inch is like 86. Give you an idea. <laughs> it's yeah. a little bit more expensive than regular plywood. It's so 175 yeah. for three quarter. If you don't mind sharing, how much, how much do you think you'll invest into building this boat? I think 15,000. Really? I'm, yeah, that's and that's just in like, materials. Yeah, yeah, that's that's in just what is clear, like has to be. I'm sure there'll be miscellaneous on top of that, but yeah, fifteen. Wow, I'm in it. Um, I already have. See, that'd be eighteen for the ply in the mahogany. I'm already at three four hundred for the frames. So I'm already at two thousand seven hundred for the fasteners, for the bronze fasteners. So I'm already almost at 3000 and all we have is frames. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But it'll slow down. I mean, after we, what we're getting ready to spend that much on is going to be all the way to the end of the build, close to the end of the build. I need to buy more mahogany for all of the steps. You know, that'll be, I'll be going back and buying more straight, like mahogany, like 10 foot pieces of mahogany for several times, but that's yeah. local. I can get that, but it'll be, um, nine ninety five hundred of it is the motor. 
Oh, wow. Gotcha. What kind yeah, of motor all, is it going to have? A Mercury 70 horsepower. Oh, wow. Yeah, it should go, it should go 40-ish, 40 plus, 35 like cruising. And so, how big is the boat? 16 feet. Oh, six, okay. six, six, little under six wide. Yeah, it's a nice. good size boat. It's not huge. Like by the standards of like Cumberland where we go, I mean, you usually want to have like a 20, but I had to just draw the line somewhere. This is a good one to see if we want to try the the mother load after this, which would be a barrel back, like a 22 foot to 25 foot yeah. barrel back. And I'd like to build one of those, but I really would like to get this one under our belt first and kind of yeah. before we take on something, I'd hate to build something and stop halfway and then just like not finish, you know? Yeah. And that's so, uh that's that tumble home design you're talking about barrel back. Oh my God. Those Chris craft just mastered that. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful line on a boat. I just love those. I do too. Every time I see one, I just stop and stare. Yeah. I, I love that too. The, the back of the one we're building does have a curve on the back, which I love. It's going to have that curved, you know, backside. Yeah. But they, um, when you go to the 22s and the inboards, you have to start getting into even like the jigs to cut the propeller into the hole. Yeah. There's a lot of technical stuff that goes on. You got 15 just in the motor. So there's yeah. there's a lot that goes into that one, and I'm willing to tackle that one, but this will be a good one to kind of get our feet wet first. Yeah, and it'll be a good one for Cameron. He wants a boat that he could pull down and take his friends, and they could go skiing, and this would be a really like a perfect boat for that. What, so what in, kind of boat is it, real quick? What kind of boat is it like? Yeah, the, like the if boat? I was to Google what what um, one of these would look like, Mala, is there a model? Malahini, Malahini. Um, it's a Hawaiian word. M A L A H I N I. Malahini boat. What were you going to hey, say, Sedge? Hey, you remember that uh, movie? Oh, I'm dating myself here. Uh, on Golden Pond. Remember that movie? I think so. With Henry Fonda and Catherine Hepburn. And it was based up in, uh, up in uh, New England. And it was just, it's about getting old because they were both older. And it was just really funny because he was getting old and he was out fishing and they wrecked a Chris craft on some rocks. <laughs> and my buddy said, yep, there goes 30 K right there. And they're going those, even higher. They're I going know. even higher than that now. Because um, they got antique value now too. Yes. Yeah. They really are going. Yeah. I, I was reading and looking into a little bit and they said that the fifties are when the wooden boats really started dying off yep. because fiberglass started coming to the market. Oh yeah. And you could make fiberglass boats so much faster. And that's the only thing that kind of killed off the industry. But before that in the twenties, thirties, forties, all up in the fifties, wooden boat was the only option. Yep. And those are the ones that are just so highly prized. I mean, the, there's the the Riva yachts are the ones that are the, it's R I V A it's an Italian yacht that are made mm -hmm. and that when I say yacht I mean it could be a twenty foot and they call it a yacht because it's a hundred and some thousand dollar boat oh yeah but they're they're beautiful yeah they're, living in Fort Lauderdale for twenty five years and working side by side I wasn't in the marine industry but I sold to them but I also worked with some of them and just some of the the craftsmanship I've seen inside but also some guys also built some wooden boats like uh for tenders and stuff like that just amazing craftsmanship 
That's and, so cool. And and learning, um, just learning the little ins and outs on how to template inside a yacht. You know, and I'm talking these things aren't. You know, these things are 180, 230 foot yachts, mm-hmm. and these guys are going in, ripping out a stateroom and rebuilding it. And just how they have to template everything and work off the hull, you know, and everything. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You know, I, I thought about several times this weekend. It's the first time in a long time that I have built something that I wanted to build that I was not getting paid to build. It was something, it was almost like back to when I was five and I had a, a saw that I could only use. I couldn't use a power saw. But my parents would let me use their scrap two by fours. I had that same feeling this weekend. I was making something that I just wanted to make. You and that creating. was fun. You were creating. That, that was fun. And Cameron, I it, it was really nice because when I said the time we had in that, man hours, you can times two that because we were both working the whole time. Yeah. He was bandsawing, getting it close up to the line. I was router table, taking those that down. When he was doing something, I was doing something. I said, if we keep doing this, we are going to cut the build time on this boat in half. Because yep. we are both actively working on it. And it, it was just really cool. The router bit worked awesome for like making those two pieces dead on. Yeah. was um, And it makes it nice because when you assemble those frames, they have to be symmetrical. If those aren't symmetrical, your entire boat build is going to be off. So it yep. was uh, the, I've had the uh, boat builder gauges from Woodpeckers for a long time. Yeah. And I've used them for various things. But wow, those are appropriately named. The boat builder gauges are awesome for checking the angles and making sure everything's right. Yep. They are very nice. Very nice. That's so cool. So it hey, was um, it was fun. You had mentioned um something I was listening in. And it gave me this idea for something that we could have to oh yeah, I know what it is. But you mentioned something about uh one of the router bits working really well, and it reminded me of of something um that happened today. And I wanted to ask if either one of you have ever used this product before, because I'll be using it on the kitchen Island. Have you ever heard of flush tech? Sounds familiar. What do they, what do they make? Flush mount. It's a system to flush mount electrical outlets that I saw your, I did see your story today. Yeah. That now I've not heard of them, but I saw it. It looks nice. Nick Nick Schiffer from NS Builders, and I had the realization today when I was talking to the, I guess he's the owner or the inventor. Um, I reached out to them on Instagram because I had some questions about what it is that I needed to get because it was kind of weird on the website. So somebody on Instagram asked me, have you given any consideration to flush tech electrical outlets? And I, I remember going, well, not until now right? Because I Googled it and I was like, I know I've seen this somewhere before. I know I've seen flush mount electrical outlets and they look so clean. I mean, it just looks so good. So I went to the website and they have uh, veneered covers for the cover plates and you can get riffs on white oak, right? And I can finish it just like anything else. And it will literally be I mean, it's not going to match the grain perfectly, but it will be riff, riffs on grain. And the both boards that I'm putting it on are like a really, really nice, perfectly straight line pattern. Um, oh, yeah. That looks cool. Well, Nick Schiffer from NS Builders, he, he posted about that one time on Instagram or a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And I asked the guy, his name is Corey. 
um, I was like, do you, do you know who Nick Schiffer is? He's like, oh yeah, NS Builders. So I guess this guy used to be in the industry and he built, you know, he worked on like super high-end homes in Vermont or New York or wherever, wherever he is. Um, and he decided to create this, this product. And I asked him, I said, well, you know, I, I do want to get the wood veneer. I already ordered them. I, I had already paid and ordered for the, the wood veneer stuff. And I said, do I need your kit or could I use the shaper origin and just get the measurements when, when I have the stuff on hand and I just cut my own recesses and everything. And he's like, no, you could absolutely do that. He goes, um, but if you want, I'll send you a kit. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I'll send you one. So it's just like a template comes with a router bit. Yeah. And you just follow the steps, route it out, toss in the outlet, put the cover on the, the thing, but on his website, he doesn't sell like electrical outlets and stuff, but they're designed for uh, Levitron and there's another brand. He's like, you need to get one of these two outlets and one of these two covers and it'll, it'll work. Everything is is set up to, to work off those. Yeah. Lutron Claro or Leviton Decora devices. Yes. That's, that's really cool. So I got the Leviton, Leviton uh plugs and i got the he said i needed to get the plate with the the wood veneers that i chose for the levit uh the other one and i was yeah. like well they work he's like yeah they're they're universal both ways he goes but that's the size of the of the thing and it looks so clean he sent me a really awesome picture of exactly what it'll look like in mine and yeah. i'm like oh dude this is such a great idea so and that's different. You don't see a lot of people using those. Oh, yeah. Look at that. All that natural wood covers you can get. Riffs on yeah. white oak. Wow. So what, what I really wanted is I wanted the one that goes over the entire thing and would cover also the plugs. So the only thing that would be visible would be the three prongs for each one of the. I'm looking things. at it right now. That is so cool. Out of stock, though. Oh. But it's okay because all the hardware on the kitchen island is going to be black and right underneath where the outlets are, where the vertical slats are with the black backdrop. So it, it's going to look great. And then the top is black. That is so cool. But yeah, I was just, just curious if uh, anybody has, has used I, those before. You can do them in the baseboards and everything. You can you can flush yeah. mount electrical outlets into your baseboards. Yeah, I saw that. That's kind of neat. I I have seen them. I didn't know the well how you they were doing them that's cool and it's not it's not expensive huh. i mean you buy the the kit it was like 180 bucks that's it but then you have that kit forever like you have the templates you have it for for all time so the only thing you need to buy is the is the electrical stuff um so you could read now there are companies that sell kits that you like you plaster in and all kinds of stuff um but they're really really expensive and way more work, probably. Anyway, I just That's good. I was wondering if, if you guys hey, had seen that. I want to get back to something also that Ronnie said. Um I will hang on, I just remembered that uh plywood uh marine store is called Seafarer Marine in Fort Lauderdale. Ah. A really great place. Hey Ron, yeah, uh, 
isn't it a drag that someone doesn't want you to pick out lumber? Yeah, I, it, I, it, I understood when he explained to me the problem, but yep. it's like, and I understand there's probably people that are so like anal about it and they're just building cabinets and they're, and I, I explained to him, I was like, I'm building a boat and the entire boat is going to be based on these five frames. There's nothing that's not attached to these five frames. It is so important that, you know, the, <laughs> the, you take the time to pick the right pieces and he was like, well, we don't really like people going through it. We just want them to pull off the top. Okay. I've, I have dealt twice. I have dealt two different situations with Frank Miller Lumber. And um, the first time was, hey, uh, I see you got some curly cherry and I need a uh, six quarter. Um, how good's the curl? He goes, it's good. And I go, can you take a picture? He goes, no, not really. I go, can I drive over and look at the stick? I just need one stick. And he goes, really? He goes, yeah, come on over. And I go, I'm going to bring a hand plane just to see. And he goes, yeah, no problem. They brought it down. I went through a few sticks and I picked it out and I took it home. So there was this, and I was like, that is like really cool. These guys are great. They, they welcome you in and everything. And it's a huge, huge operation. The second time I had to do um, a, Five, four, six. So a long run of waterfall, and I had to have them all um, with uh, walnut, uh, six quarter with no um, sapwood in there because that's not what the person wanted. And that was a long stick. Those were 12 foot long sticks that I needed. And uh, <laughs> the guy said, come on over and pick them out. And so I go, okay, I went over, I drove two hours over, two hours back. It was worth it, but I didn't. And then they delivered them to me with the rest of the wood I ordered. And I was like, that's pretty cool. They brought down quite a bit for me to look at, but I was just like, now that's to me, that's good customer service. That's the people I like to use. And I've had stuff delivered by them like uh, plywood. And uh, in the middle of the uh, good thing, I had taken the the, uh, skid apart. Uh, because there was some delamination. He goes, yeah, 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 it's just on the edge. I go, no, no, no. Can I sh-? And I sent him a picture. He goes, he said, you'll have some new sheets tomorrow. And I did. No ifs, ands, or buts. And he goes, just put those four sheets aside so I could send those to the manufacturer of those and have them see them as well. I go, no worries. Next day they were there, they did the swap out. That's, That's, the, type of pe- That's the type of people I want to do business with, you know? Yeah. I don't like I once I get a little friction at a lumber yard, I'm like, I know you're a big company, but this is I'm I'm spending some good coin on this. Yeah, lumber. Yeah, it was a, it was a little frustrating. I didn't like getting in trouble for I'm trying I was trying to help them out. I tell you it was something I've noticed, and this is true when I go to freight places and I go everywhere. When you have someone that has a forklift, they start not thinking right with their mind. Like you could have a two by four and they would like, let me get the forklift and I'm going to pick up the two by four and I'm going to take it out to your van. Freaking pick the thing up. I mean, it's like, you don't have to use the forklift for everything. And I've noticed that every time I'm somewhere, I told the guy, he was like, well, I would just rather pick up the whole bundle of like, say like 600 11 foot mahogany boards. He wants to pick up 600 boards, take it out to my van so that I can pull in like say 15 boards and then he can take the stack back in. 
I was offering to say, I'm going to go through and I'm going to pick it up. I even had the two, two by two scrap wood under there where he could pick up my pile. I had them out there. If not, he was going to have to unbury the stack and it just didn't make any sense to me. So I kept saying, help me understand how this is making your job easier. That's what I kept saying to him. I was like, help me understand how what I'm doing is not making your job easier. And he was like, well, that's just not how they want us to do it. I love that response. Oh. That's like a corporate kind of, that's not how they want us to do it. I'm like, well, they, <laughs> yeah, who is <laughs> they? they? That's not how they want us to do it. But um, I went through that. I, I'm glad I had the Festool experience after with this all, because other than that, I had a kind of a bad time there. I was kind of bummed. But it, it, what's funny, too, is I normally would just take the van out to, I would take the material out to my parking place. But of course, being on the forklift, they always say, pull your van up and back in here into the store. Yeah, because you can't take it, what, four parking places to my van. And I was like, whatever. So not only was I giving the presentation to those guys, my van was parked in front of their store, like in the back of it. So the guy even gave me a bad look when I was giving the demo, the tool demo, like we get us get out of our way. I remember thinking in my head, you're the one that told me to pull in here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was, uh, that was an experience. That was you fun. Could tell, you could tell, um, cause I know some people have had good relate, uh, good, um, relationships with certain lumber companies here in Indianapolis. Every time I've tried to open an account with this one company, uh, I got to say this right. There was two different people on the phone and both of them were freaking douchebags to me on the phone. I, I can't say, and, and I'm, I'm sugarcoating it. I was just like, these guys are horses butts. You know what it was? They were being lazy. Mm-hmm. And they lost a decent size account uh, with with uh, Festool because I will never go near that company again. And you, you guys know, have both mentioned their name on the podcast. Three letters. Well, you know, no. Uh, Ronnie's talking about that company now. Yeah, Etna. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, they were. It was Etna. They yeah. suck. Oh, it was ter- it's terrible. They're oh, horses see. butts. They've been horses butts to me twice on the phone. Well, they were high specialties before, and now Etna has bought them. At first, I saw some good signs and things, but now I'm starting to have issues with dealing with them on little things like that. I know you've had good experiences, which is great. Maybe it's a management thing, but I'm on the fence right now. Well, I mean so the 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 place that I got is at Aetna Building Solutions, which I would assume you know it's it's the same it's the company. Same. It is, but I mean it's been established for a long time. Sedge, I thought you were talking about DSI. No, I have the had... same experience you did yep. with DSI. Yep. yep, I won't. I I don't buy from them anymore. I, I just I I can't. Life's too short. You know, oh, God, just people are horses butts. I, I had a remarkable... And rude. Downright rude and lazy. I had a remarkable experience with Edna. Like, really, really good. I was I was surprised, yeah. to be honest with you. Because typically, places like that... It goes with what Ronnie was saying about they don't like you picking out boards. Places like that are used to dealing in large. really, really large yeah. quantities. Yeah. So it's did... not even a question. The people are ordering it, and they're ordering a ton, and they'll use what they use, and they won't use... I just wanted... I just wanted to order pre-finished maple plywood and they wouldn't let me buy it. They would well, not let me buy it. Yeah. So the, the, the thing that I found with these big corporations, which is why I thought Aetna plywood was going to give me a hard time. And 
because when I called DSI, I set up an account right when I, I think right when I moved up here to, to Indiana, I found DSI, I tried to uh, submit an account, talk to the guy. It was, it was okay. But I could tell the entire time I was talking to him that, cause he asked me, he's like, well, you know, how often are you going to be buying? Like, how much do you need? And I'm like, well, I'm just a, you know, guy in my garage. I just, I do YouTube stuff. I build cabinets from time to time. I'm, I'm just looking for a good source. Oh, okay. All right. And then when it came to, he's like, yeah, when, when you, when you figure out what it is that you want, uh, you know, just shoot me an email. And I did never heard anything back, tried calling, never got a return call, left a voicemail, never heard anything back. Um, so I was jaded by that. I was like, well, that company's not gonna, not gonna do it. Right. And I, I mean, I, I will say, I think that is a standard, not an exception. That's a standard. I know the local building yard in our, like Lexington, when I first left the corporate world and I started going, I could, I used to walk into this room where there was like four or five guys sitting at a desk where everybody that comes in, they're like, Hey Roger, what are you doing today? You know? And I walked in there and it was like, I don't know who this guy is. And I started buying Western red cedar and I started building pergolas like crazy. Like they were hot and I was building them and nonstop. And finally I came in one day and I ordered this order of like a massive order western and cedar and it was the first time the guy goes what's your name where, where do you work out of like it took me ordering like several times for them to go okay this guy's not going away and i remember telling kelly i was like you know it's really bad in a way i was like they've ignored me completely and always acted like i was like a bother to them until now all of a sudden i've been in there a few times made some big orders and they're like okay we're gonna start caring who you are and it's kind of yeah. annoying but that's how it is it's like oh no, i know oh they, i know it's just they'll never get bit. That company will never get business from me ever. Yeah, and, yeah. It's and I can't tell you how many people I have told don't go near there. They're douchebags. Yeah, yeah. That's so. That's that's not a good experience to go through that. But you kind of have to. I mean, it's getting to be where a lot of them have been bought out, and you just don't have as many choices either as you used to. But um, I'm hoping. I I was I had a very pleasant experience. I called yesterday just to kind of fill them out the place in Ohio. I think mm -hmm. it's called Homestead Plywood. And I, the guy talked to me for a while. He even suggested substitutions. He was very helpful. And I was like, this is a yep. good sign. So I'm going to send him well, a full list um, there's tomorrow. Too many, there's too many people that want to take our money. I know. Well, yeah, life's exactly. too short. Deal with somebody who treats you like a human. Yes. Yes. Not like a Like a number or, you know, scum. So yeah. can, let me I think ask people this. in the industry, though. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say people in the industry, they do they do cater to people that they see every day and that they yep. see regularly. And when they have someone come in and what's crazy is they don't know that person that coming in just may have had the largest account at another lumber yard and they're thinking of changing. But they don't even think about that. They just see somebody nope. who's just a one off and they don't care. Yep. And they just they're so rude. And they're I've rude across the board. Yeah. So I, I feel like there is a very big difference between a place that caters to small orders, limited quantities and a building place. So, I mean, I can respect that, right? I can respect that like Aetna, DSI, uh, 84 lumber, what all these massive companies that are like home builders, the, the Western red cedar stuff that you're Ferguson's talking about that way. You know, Ferguson, well, you go into Ferguson, they know you're not a plumber, you know? Yep. <laughs> right, yep. right. But yep. 
part of me kind of gets why some of those places might have a little attitude and it's it's because they will have people who don't know what it is that they're looking for they think that they need to sift through every board like you're saying like they're building cabinets and they need they think that they need to have all this perfect stuff and they're court going through every board and at a place that is serving large quantities and large customers and has a like a a a process involved with how they go about doing it. I can understand why that would be annoying because now you mm-hmm. do have a lot of people who don't know any better and they're coming in and they're like, hi, I'm looking for some Walnut and uh, wait, what's a board foot, you know, like, mm-hmm. and it costs how much for, you know, per, per board foot that you mentioned, you know? Um, but when you go to a place like Northwest lumber said, you've been there plenty of times, right? That's a totally different experience because everybody that comes, no one's going in there buying in mass, not like they are, are at a, a builder supply. They're going in there. Maybe, maybe they get 10 sheets, 15 sheets of plywood or a hundred board feet of white oak or something like that. that. But that's not like a whole bunch, you know, and the experience that you'll get there is totally different. Sure. Pick through everything. Yeah. You know? I, I am glad. I will say that I am glad that this. It used to be called Harwood Specialties, and now it's was bought out by. Now I'm glad they have a wholesale only sign out front because this is where I'm one of the bad people. I was annoyed when I would go there and I was picking up like ply, and there would be this one guy in front, and he was yeah. he was in line because he just wanted to buy like one board, and I was like sitting there going, oh, because every they're not that efficient, and every person in front of you. And so I think they've decided that that person is not really worth it. So you have to have an account with them now. That's a new right. thing. And they didn't even question. They set me up. They always want to set you up on a credit account, which I never want to do that because I don't no. want to get a separate bill from something else. No. So they, I actually pay a one and a half percent premium just to keep it on the same card because I don't want to get a separate bill. But um, that's a whole other thing. I like to keep it on the same company card. It does my accounting for me. Um, but I am glad they went wholesale only. I thought that I was part of the club, but I still was treated like an outsider when I went in there last time. Right. <laughs> but I, yeah. I look forward to this other one. We should just be able to pull up and they'll load us up. We'll be, I don't have to pick out the ply. So that's, this is a, a B um, ply. It, you know, it's, I like that you just brought that up that switching to wholesale. Cause I think this would be a helpful tip for anybody in the future, if you're going, if you're, if you find a place and they require you to have an account, that is a, that's a sign, right? One, sure. You're, you're going to get better pricing, but they cater to businesses. Mm -hmm. So as a business, they're probably, you know, working in huge quantities, but if you have a business, you can create a business account. Um, so that should raise a red flag. You know, if you go to your local mom and pop, you know, lumber place and they're just everybody, that's a totally different experience and you're going to pay more too. Mm-hmm. Somebody that just, is the, I'll, I'll take it to a different level uh, or a different scenario. Somebody just asked me, should I get my hardware at Lowe's or Rockler? And uh, I didn't, And then he said, oh, should I go to like that uh, cabinet supply house? And I thought about it and I went, I would go to Rockler uh, because there's a reason for that. That's kind of what you were alluding to, Jason. 
Uh, Arisha Lou slash Cortico here in Indianapolis. The nicest people on earth. They are wonderful people. But this person would probably go in and go, I don't know what you mean by soft clothes. Right. Uh, what do you mean by uh, 107 degree opening or click? You have to go in, know what you want, and you don't want to waste the, their time right. at the counter. Place an order and go into Will Call and pick it up. You will get killer, and I mean killer prices. They're a cabinet supply house. Yes, they have accounts, but they will sell to the general public. You better know what you're ordering. Don't go in there and say, I, I don't know exactly what I want. No, you won't get a help, and you'll get a, a kind of not a cold shoulder, but a a firm answer saying, hey, you should know what you need when you walk up here. Now, on yeah, the other you better hand, know the model number. Exactly. At, at Rockler, you have somebody who uh, really doesn't. Well, they should know uh, what they're what they're selling. Yeah. OK, and they'll take the time to show you the difference because they have all the, the things set up there to show you at Lowe's or Home Depot. It's a crapshoot, you yeah. know, uh, because no one there even knows what a hinge is. I so. tell you, at Lowe's or Home Depot, you make sure you look at that bag and you make sure it's what you picked out because yeah. people throw them in the wrong. Oh, is it? That's for everything there. Oh, if you get four, one of them will be a different one every <laughs> single time. It's yeah. It's not Lowe's it, fault. It's people that do it. People throw them back in the wrong place. And that's true in the plumbing section. That's true everywhere. Yeah. It's double check. Gotta it's check. really very, very surprising to me the price difference. Uh, I want to use Rockler and Richelieu as an example. Said yes. Like, yeah, go Rockler is going to be easier for you to probably navigate and look at everything that they have and, and pick it out and figure out exact because, you know, they have those little. For hinges, for example, they have all those little mock doors that show the openings and all that. Um, you're going to pay double. At least, yeah. You are oh, going to pay double oh, at Rockland. Easily. I remember yeah, the, the first the time first... I bought hinges at Flag. Do you all have a Flag there too? No. no. Flag is, they're pretty. they're a pretty large outfit. They have two Gs. First time that I ever went there and I bought the hinges, I was like, really? What, really? They were so much cheaper. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I, the first time I used undermount door slides, I bought them from Rockler. I bought Bloom 563H, uh, Bloom Ocean door slides. They're like, we've and got a sucker. <laughs> you buy them there, right? They were, this was pre pandemic, mind you. They were $45. It did come with the clips. But that was one pair. And I was like, well, now I know why everybody doesn't use these. And then I went to Richelieu. And I remember the very first time I did pricing in Richelieu, the exact same pair under a business account, because they will sell to general public. But if you have a business account, it'll be even a little bit cheaper. How much? $18 a pair. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then seven, 60 cents or whatever for the clip. Yeah. 60 See, cents. Wow. People have no idea. That's what I got. I got uh, seven. I got uh, pretty much the same model, sixteen or seventeen bucks for yeah. a set of slides under mounts. I'm telling you, that is what I used to teach people when they'd come into class, end users, end user classes. I go find a cabinet supply house, know who you're talking to, know what you need. If it's Bloom or Celice or Grass, make sure you study that catalog and know exactly what you want. 
And then what will happen is when, like this guy, I always forget his name. I think it was either Jim or Dan who worked at the counter at Richelieu for years and years and years. I would walk in. I'd say, I need these. And I, he'd look at me and go, and I look at him. I go, seem about right. He goes, yeah. He goes, coarse screws or regular screws. I go, coarse screws. He would always ask me. He goes, you, you need this, you need this, you need this. And he would he would coach me on that, but he knew what I was talking about. And he would give me best price. That's good. Um, the owners, uh, well, the former owners, they now work for Richelieu. They come to the, they come out in the will call and talk to you and say, when somebody's at lunch, they'll run the, uh, they'll run the um, cash. That that's the type of place I want to do business with. And it's not that I don't want to take business away from a Woodcraft or a Rockwood. They have their place, but that is the, Ronnie. It reminded me of you waiting in a line of that guy wanting one, one board. Where mm-hmm. these guys don't have time for that because there's maybe three or four people in there, and it's an owner of a company who's going to swap something out because they didn't get the livid right. He doesn't have time. He's on his lunch hour, or he's on his break, or he's in between projects, going from place to place. He needs to get in and out of there. So I go. I, I always tell people, don't waste time in there. Go get your stuff. Make sure it's right and get out. Yeah. And guess what? It's worth studying that catalog because you're gonna save a boatload of money yeah definitely i just i just thank god i found frank miller lumber because great some of the best prices uh they're a huge outfit they're the sawyer kiln um importer unbelievable huge 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 they are union city and um but they're they just have that hometown feeling to them and they're nice on the phone you know, there's yeah, a nice do some way pretty of, killer bundles uh, during the holiday season. Yeah. And what they're doing is Dirk just sent me uh, they're doing, I think, a week long garage sale where yeah. you can go over, pick up stuff. And it's unbelievably priced. They're just that they're just nice. You know, that's who I want to do business with. Yeah. Yeah. I you get to looked, know the people in the yard and everything and it's easy. I just looked at the flag place I talked to. It looks like they have a place Lexington, Louisville. Columbus, Cincinnati. That's their locations. And they're um, festival dealers. I was going to tell you, they are flat. I remember that. Last time I was in there, they started getting it in. They yeah. asked me if I was familiar with it. But they, they're the only, they're the second, um, only Lexington dealer of festival. I they're, they're big with solid surface, too. Yes. Yes, they are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. So they do a lot of, they have in, a lot of laminates in stock and, um, yeah. I go there for cabinet hardware is the main thing that I've bought there. I, I bought edge banding stuff too. They have a lot yep. of uh, all the different kinds of edge banding. So that's a good place for that. Fun stuff. You got to know where oh, to get cool. the stuff. That's part of what you get paid for is knowing where to get the things, you know, yep. that's, and, and then it's about ahead. time too. You want to save time. You want to save coin, but you want to save time. Yeah. It's nice when you don't have to order it and you and can you, just go in and get it. You create a relationship with the people at the at the place. They know you. They kind of know what you need, and they and then then you familiar familiarize yourself with them and their products, and you'll always get a you always get good pricing. Yep, because think, they know they know you're a loyal customer. Right. There's been so many changes in the industry since COVID. A lot of the places I went to have changed so much. Like they've and, either been bought out or the employees that I used to work with are no longer there. 
or there's a lot of that that's going on. Yep. There's uh, the largest uh, cabinet supply house in the world is worth their W U R T H. Yes. They are buying up everybody. There's two companies that are buying up everybody because the Canadian company Richelieu hit the States about 10 years ago and they're buying up everybody. So all the mom and pops that are out there that had maybe two or three uh, cabinet supply houses, they're buying them up, man. It's worth in Richelieu and they're going head to head. Mm. Industry's changing. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Well, for not uh, having a plan to discuss something tonight, that turned out all right. Holy <laughs> moly. Yeah. It's time for me to go upstairs and do my thing with Leo and Max is probably already asleep. So that's he's getting doing. big fast, dude. Yeah. He's wow. He's crazy. He's a lot of fun though. And also a monster at the same time. So what time do you think you're going to get to uh, Hatville on Friday? What time are you leaving? I will. Uh, my plan is to leave at 5 a.m. So I should be there by 10, 10 30. Yeah. Um, are you taking 70 up and over, or are you going to come up through Fort Wayne and 30 across? I'll take 70. Yeah. Early in the morning like that, I'll take 70. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. I should be there and probably leave either around noon or around 2 p.m. on Saturday to head back. Cool. But, yeah, I'll see you guys there. We'll be there. And everybody else. My, so, be... Ronnie, when you get there, I'll probably be setting up in Hotfield. Come down uh, the lower okay. level. We'll be setting up the stage. And you're staying at the Comfort, so it's cool. And we'll probably all head out to dinner. Okay. Do Dutch or whatever. It's always fun. I think the Bronskis are coming. They reached out to me, and they're bringing some women with them this time. So Ooh. they're probably laughing. They're listening to this now. Yeah. What did, what did, what did, I forget what Craig said. He texted me this week. He messaged me. So they're bringing over a crew too. And I know Dirk and Stephanie are staying there. Mm-hmm. Patrick and Michelle. Yep. Holy so Jevin, Jevin will be there, I'm sure. Oh, way cool. Eric Spensley will be there. Oh, my God. We're going to have so much fun. Yeah, it's going to be uh, Cameron, um, I'm bringing up the text I sent to Kelly to get the excused absence. This is what Cameron is doing the next, the, those two days. He's going to Homestead Lumber to learn about marine lumber and how it's made. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then he's going by Lyman Boat Works in Sandusky. We're going to go by and we're going to look at it, look at the water. Um, and then he's going to Hartville, Ohio to speak at a tool conference on his favorite tools and method of use. So that's... What a little shit. <laughs> that's his... Uh, that's his... Uh, his excused absence request where they, if it's an educational opportunity. So I had to turn that into an educational opportunity. So there we go. Nice. I just, uh, I found out today I was texting him back and forth. Um, my buddy, John Armenia is going to be there with shaper. So he's going to be uh, doing the demos oh, there. Cool. He's real. He's been my buddy for 18 years. I can't wait to hang out with him too. He's staying at the hotel. Oh, cool. So. Well, that's awesome. I've, yeah. I've, uh, I've downloaded their sales paper. I'd like saw a lot of things that they're going to have that I'm interested in maybe jumping on. It's another reason to bring the sprinter got room. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm, that's why I'm taking the route I'm taking. So I don't 
go by rogue fitness on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm interesting. Well, yeah. well, well, it should be fun. It'll be, it's coming up fast. Yep. Well, boys, right, I'm going to have to jump off to everybody. Thank you everybody oh. for listening. What happened? Thank I just you. lost my screen. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And we will see you on the next episode of the nation's greatest podcast, Screen Series Podcast. Later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.